2: Dear gas prices, go take a hike. Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. The Toyota hybrid lineup brings efficiency with power and savings with style. Not to mention top tech to help keep you connected, plush premium interiors, and the most advanced Toyota safety features. So, now you know who you're talking to Toyota the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years, with a hybrid or electric vehicle built for every driver. Seriously, dear gas prices? Do you really think you can stand in our way? Think again, Toyota hybrids. Find yours at toyota.com.
0: Toyota, let's go places.
1: Based on manufacturer estimates, CY2000 2000 through 2021 sales. Everton are in the mire, massively, massively in the mire. 2-1 defeat at the Premier League's worst club today in Norwich City. A team that hadn't scored since November and Everton have conceded two against them within the first 18 minutes. Going down to a 2-1 defeat, Richarlison's won the goal in the end was unfortunately not enough to get Everton a point. And we're in deep shit, we are in deep shit. Everton have gone more than a third of a season now and won one football match in that time. Six points since September. It is utterly, utterly bleak joining me to unpick that and try and unpick that. Dave Downey, Les Roberts and Mark Moji is going to be joining us shortly as well. Les, I'll, I'll come to you first, mate. I mean, I, I felt the peril today. I think we, we've spoken about relegation and relegation battles throughout this season and how well, how, well, how badly the team's been playing and, I don't think I've ever really quite believed it, but today I felt it. Today, that, that side looked like a team that could go the rest of the campaign without picking up hardly any points and getting dragged down into the championship. Yeah, I
0: mean, today, they didn't look even like functional footballers. No. I mean, Norwich, Norwich are clearly by a stretch the worst team in the league, but we made them look really good today, which could suggest we're the worst team in the league by a stretch. Um, it's like... it. It's this, this like sort of relegation thing. It's, it's sort of crept up a bit, hasn't it? We've been sort of flirting with it as the results have gone against us each week. And it's been like, yeah, we could be in trouble here. We could be in trouble here. And then you get a result like that and you think, actually, yeah, we're bang in trouble here. Because Norwich aren't going to do that to too many teams. Uh, you look at the last game against Brighton, team that can't score goals for the life of them. They struggle to score. That's the biggest issue. You were 2-0 up in 20 minutes. Norwich, team that can't score goals, haven't scored in the last six. You were 2-0 up inside 18 minutes. You can't keep doing that. You can't keep giving teams the advantage, even if they're as bad as Norwich and Brighton aren't very good either, even if they're not good Premier League teams. You start giving them 2-0 head start, you're struggling to get back into it. Any team would struggle to get back into it from that. So it's it's this falling behind early as well. 18 games, that'll be 19, I think, now. You've gone behind this season. It, it's just not good enough. And on paper... I know. It, I know. It's easy to call the players out to shit houses. you don't look like there's any character there at all. I think there's basically the and carried them to a two-one defeat there today. We didn't start playing until he started until he came on, um, and you can not slag the players, but that that group of players should not be a relegation-threatened team. There's, there's players in there. That team should be good enough if it's set up right, if it's told what to do right, with a decent manager. That team mid-table. It, it's got all the attributes there to be a perfectly reasonable mid-table team, um, which isn't what we want. But fuck me, I I'd give me right half for it at the minute. It's just, I, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with it. It's, it, it's like, it's hard, it's hard to compare with the scenes because we did that off to a decent start, and then I think I was thinking about it before that incident at Old Trafford with Tom Davis and the Yeri Mina disallowed goal, that was like a reverse Kevin Brock moment because everything just turned to shit after that. And I don't know why. It's like we just stopped doing what we were doing well. We weren't, you know, we weren't playing possession football. We were playing counter-attacking football. But it was getting the job done. I don't know what's changed. But I think at the end of the day, the manager is clearly not good enough. Don't give a shit if he managed Liverpool. Don't care about that. He's just not good enough.
1: Dave, what about you, mate? How, how are you feeling after all that? You know, we, we had a, a a chat in the week about all this and you know, we focused a lot on the transfers and the, the direction the football club's headed from from that point of view. And we sort of said that we've we've got a game against Norwich at the weekend that no one's really talking about, maybe assuming mm-hmm. that they are so bad that Everton as paused. as they've be been, will somehow manage to get a result. It, it feels like that's been a bit of a, a slap in the face for a lot of people today. Um a lot of us and a lot of Evertonians have seen on social media have sort of kept a level ahead and thought the team would ultimately have enough to get by in this league are starting to think, my word, this is this is very, very bad.
3: I mean, it wasn't unexpected, was it? We, we said as much the other day when we had the chat with the situation that's going on right now. And <laughs> one of one of the big things we spoke about, if anybody listened to the pods the other day, was Everton in a relegation battle. Um, and we sort of undernawed a little bit and thought, well, no, probably not given. And I know they're the worst things you can possibly say if you sort of want to put your, your club in trouble and you immediately say that they're not going to be that team that goes down, that team that shocks everybody and goes down. But i tell you something, we look very much like that team that goes down. And it doesn't look like it would be a shock right now, if we're honest, does it? The way in which we're playing, the way in which we're not getting points, the way in which we're not winning games, the record is abysmal, and... Um, the way in which the play is abysmal. Now, you can you can, you can can point this in two directions. I'm very much pointing them at both, to be honest. And that is the manager and the players. You choose which fields you're Dave, in. Dave, and, and the I, owner
1: as well. It's, it, it, there's got to be a third there. Well, no, a, lot this, a lot
3: of this is on fire at Machiri. Well, yeah, I, but I, I think that is... It's something that's permanently lingering there. The machinery issue, the board issue, that will permanently be that way until... Somebody leaves, which would probably be Benitez won't at some point soon. You would think that would be the situation that happens because even then, Masherdi is as idiotic as he looks right now. Um, surely gets to a point where he thinks, hang on, I actually own this football club. If it goes down, I'm losing a shitload of money. Um, and that will ultimately ultimately be what I would think is the way in which Benitez ends up going, whether that's in, in maybe in coming days, maybe in coming weeks. Um, I think we're all pretty certain that that will happen. Um, the question is, when it does happen, you know, how much of a mire are we going to be in before we bring in another manager who can fix this a bit and just get us to 40 points? And I know I banged on about it all the other day. Everton getting to 40 points... And people just don't seem to assume this as, as as much as I have recently, and I know well some people have. I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody else to think this way, but we need forty points right now. As, as soon as possible, we've got to get to forty, and then throw this season in the bin and just get to the summit and start trying to sort this mess out across the, the, the whole line, like you said about Machardy and stuff like that. But when you watch a game, uh, like that, the way in which Everton have played, and we're talk, we're talking about this, th- this show we're doing right now is the full-time chat about this. Um, the way I'm talking about this is that it's in you go in sort of two directions, or so you think about things. You're much more passionate about one thing than the one thing that you are about another, and I would guess that most Everton fans right now are overly passionate about wanting the manager to go. But. Where there's a danger of thinking that is the only issue here. If we get someone else in, it'll sort everything out. And to a degree, that 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 is something that that will probably happen. And I'm talking about probably is here, I? But if we go and get a manager, new manager in, you get that little bounce, don't you? Everybody gets that bounce. Well, most clubs get that bounce when a manager like Newcastle haven't um, under Eddie Howe, thankfully, by the way. Um, that they aren't sort of up near us yet because they haven't got those wins getting that bounce that we're talking about um, and, and that's what most people will think and then the other side of things which has been something that has been lingering for several years either very much right in front of our faces or it goes off us a little bit because we start maybe picking up some results and that is the players and how they decide to conduct themselves as professional footballers and um, how many times today can you say each player has performed like a professional, how they should do, they fought for the shirt, all of those sort of things that people like to associate with their football clubs. Have they battled hard for us? Have they done everything they possibly could for all of us that pay our hard and money to get to a football match? And the answer is no. And today, if you watch that match... I didn't look on that pitch, possibly till Richardson got on. I scored a really good goal, by the way, which is never going to get spoken about ever again, probably given the shit that's going on everywhere else. But um, none of them looked to me like, firstly, they were fighting for what the managers told them to do. Um, you know They didn't play the way the manager obviously wanted them to play, which again, many people will say that's fine because they don't want them to play like, Benitez, because he want him gone. And that's why this is just this massive mixture of, of shit, isn't it? You know, if you you look at the rest of them, how they played, have they been good enough to get a result at the team that's bottom of the league? No, we haven't. I actually thought that going getting it back to one goal behind them actually flatters us a little bit, I thought. And that's a really sad and pathetic way of looking at things right now. But I thought Norwich totally deserved the victory. And we're talking about the team, bottom of the league, He won two games all season. He hadn't scored for six games. You know, when you're preparing for a game like that, you're looking at positives at the others, thinking, oh, that's literally the only thing that's worse than us over the last couple of months. We've only won one game. They've won more games than us in the amount of time we've won just one game. Now, what, what do you turn to now? And like, that's where I go back to what I've said. You, you sort of look at things in two sorts of directions. Most people are looking both ways. I'm certainly looking both ways, and that's not a case of me wanting to leave Benitez alone, because I've said in the past, and I've been criticised for it, saying that it's not just his fault, and I will repeat that. It's not just his fault. It is the players as well. But you get to a point now where, if the players aren't performing for the manager that's also doing something wrong, then the manager's the first thing that goes. That's the way football works. Mm. If we could get rid of some players right now and, and certain players and individuals in that club, I would never want to see in an Everton shirt again. Absolutely. But that's not the way football works. We'd have to sell them. We'd have to make some money. The, the, the way in which Luca Dean, that happened, you know, the arguments over that. So we're, we're now in a situation that's a complete mess. We're still in January transfer window where there's still time to buy some players. But I tell you what, you buy any players when when El Ghazi um finally gets a game. I'm thinking, is there any way, is there any pathway you see him able to make this club any better? Is is that possible given how poor it's been and what the manager decides to choose? The the situation's so
1: bleak, isn't it, that it's you know you felt sorry for Mikalenko today, you know, a lad chucked in at left back. And he looked he looked well off it, and it's, it's no surprise. And people are people are getting on his case already. But, but as you can see, people on YouTube who are watching, uh, Mark Mersey's joined us. He
3: looked crappy, man. Just go, go. about on that point, he, he looked he looked poor. But <laughs> the, 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 we're that bad right now. Can you really blame him for looking poor? I I can't. It's not. It, I'm not saying he's completely innocent because you know he's still he's still a professional footballer that has to perform. But I wasn't looking at him like, you know, when Nias came or when. No, but the, Jack Wilshere this... came, I'm not looking at him saying that he's that bad of a footballer. But there's so much other crap going on around him that I actually felt sorry for him more than I would looking at any other player if they play poor, saying "Get off the pitch, mate. You're not doing well enough." Do you know what I mean? That's how. That's how sad things are right now.
0: For me, if you look at Calvert-Lewin, and we know how good he is, he's looked way off at these last two games, and you can understand why, because he's not played football in what, three and a half, four months? And he's played... Led, I, there, there, are, there are points, back-to-back.
3: there are moments, there are times uh, in that game when I looked and I didn't even know he was on the pitch. You like, would forget and, he was on the pitch.
0: Exactly, but, you know, a player of that quality who was making no impact on the team at all. You know, it's no surprise that a player like Nikolenko comes in, new to the division, young left-back. He's going to struggle, isn't he? Unless he's a really good player, which... Yeah. He might turn into we don't know but it's just it is just a mess and for me this this far into the season it is squarely on the manager i mean i know we i said earlier before i know we call the players shit houses and we rightly call them that because they get us into messes like this season after season yeah it is worse than any season since I'm, I'm gonna say ninety eight I think this is it, it's as bad as it's as bad as the two close calls we had in the 90s yeah. there. It Really is.
1: It's going, it's going that way, isn't it? Uh, most you're not going to get a word in edgeways, mate. Um, but <laughs> you have been you've been relatively level headed after some of these defeats on post-match pods saying you're not concerned about <laughs> us going down. I mean, even you must have watched that today and thought, what on earth is going on here?
2: <laughs> 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 oh god. Everton's worst ever run of form under our worst ever manager against the Premier League's worst ever team, who haven't scored for six games. And you me. just laughing, just laughing. <laughs> oh my god, this is totally untenable. How how could you possibly, Dave? You said about whether the farhad mashiri makes a a decision about the manager in the next two days or two weeks or whatever it is. It should have taken him two seconds. Yeah. How? do you know what? I I know it's easy to come on these instant match podcasts and, you know, everyone in the boozer after the game in the first couple of hours. You all want impulsive action and it's not always the right thing to do, but this isn't Everton acting impulsively now if we were to sack Rafael Benitez. This is a seismic, lack of form, tactics, any form of ability and the only reason as we've said for weeks now that Rafael Benitez is still there is because he was totally empowered by Farhad Mashiri to run the entire football club and Farhad mashiri looks like an idiot if he sacks him after making such a bold decision and the the, the ghosts of Marcel Brands and all of his staff at Everton will come back to haunt him because there'll be a massive slice of humble pie for Farhad Mashiri to take and we've seen absolutely nothing from previous managers, previous incidents that have happened at this football club in the last five years to suggest that Farhad Mashiri is capable of holding his hands up and saying I got this totally wrong. I mean it's it's pathetic even trying to look at that game in isolation as a 90 minutes to think about where Everton lost it, because most of us three or four weeks ago probably could have looked at this weekend and said, we're going to struggle there, because we, we are totally incapable of putting anything on the pitch together at the moment, and I know it's the easy thing to say that that the manager is, is yes, not the biggest problem at the club and not the most long-term, and... Not this plague that we talk about in terms of the levels of poor leadership and management that we've had for, for years now. But he, he is the reason why we are getting beat every single week or, or not picking up points or struggling against Hull in the FA Cup. And do you know what? You said it, Dave. You, you might just get that little kick if, if you get a manager and and then it might go the same way that it is now but Everton need that kick we are desperate for points and to answer
3: Talking your question I wanted to on. ask you about this in particular What just in that point you've made what I said do you trust that group of managers that gets that kick that most teams always get when you get a new manager because yeah. I don't I, I don't look at that squad the way in which they've been and reacted and I know it's purely each individual's opinion on what Benitez has done to this club. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at them thinking, you know, say we went and got a manager. Who, who's one you get? I don't know. Um, Espinito, maybe. You know, Rooney. that happens because he's there. Who, sorry? <laughs> All yeah. yeah. Well, Ends the day, didn't he? Darby and absolutely flying. <laughs> you know, regardless of who it is, I, I can't look at anyone without somebody who's there's nowhere near we can get, you know what I mean? Like you, you're talking ones who, who manage Champions League, top class, not Carlo Ancelotti. But that type of manager, if we went to go and get them, even then I'd, I still look at it with doubts, thinking that these, these, this group of players as categorically under every single manager we've had, even Ancelotti when things start to go pear-shaped, who I could trust to get enough points to keep us in the division. And that mm. that's why this problem goes further and further past just the manager. And that's again, yep. people were looking at this saying to me, Oh, you just want to do that to not criticize Benitez. I categorically think Benitez needs to go. He absolutely needs to go right
2: now. But yeah. be warned, that is not the only issue. No, it's not. And all of those sorts of long-term problems and you know, players seeing off managers that we've that we've said, which is which is absolutely fair that that's something we'll have a conversation about in june but but right now you said about you know having a having a doubt about potential managers coming in and and quite frankly if if one more person asks me well who do you want we, we all know that that is not the way that you deal with the current problem. If there's an issue with, with Rafael Benitez, which there obviously is, then you don't shrug your shoulders and hold your hands up and say, well, not really sure if anyone could do any better. So we'll just persist in digging ourselves deeper into this grave. Quite quite frankly, we, we have to act immediately. Um, I mean, as I say, you can talk about the players being a a pandemic of terror which they obviously have been for the last few seasons but we we haven't got the time to sit down and discuss about all of the players that we want to get rid of and all of the players that are obvious problems here you either change all of the players in the next two weeks or you change the manager and and that is quite simply the only option that we have now and as I say you I look at, at potential managers coming in and I'm in total agreement with you, Dave, is that I, I look at, you know, if you go onto any betting websites and look at next Everton manager, it just makes you want to throw your laptop out the window. But it, we are at the stage of desperation now whereby relegation is a real possibility. And um, That'll send shivers down Matt Spine because he's always the one who comes out of games and says, we are in real trouble here. And I try to settle him on the basis that we've got one player who could possibly drag us out of this. And I, I know that the names are there in black and white on on the squad list, but you couldn't really identify anyone at the moment who was capable of being the Kevin Campbell figure that we've Disastrously decided that we need now to drag us into safety, and it's it's incredible that it's got to this stage. But we all know that the the one action that has to take place. But I go back to the fact that Farhad Mashiri has made this almost an impossible sacking because of the level of misguided trust that he's put in him, and it, it, it's it's totally this decision in the next few days or weeks or whatever it is now is a battle of. How desperate does Farhad Mashiri think he is? Versus how naive and stubborn he is. And th- th- this stubborn culture is unfortunately one that both Benitez and Mashiri share. But if if you are stubborn in football to the point where you refuse to change things for weeks and weeks and weeks, you'll suddenly find yourself with four games, needing nine points to get yourself above Watford in the league to to stay up and whatever you think Everton should be and only the best being good enough. We are quite simply scrapping for our lives right now. Yeah, it's 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 reached that point, hasn't it, Les, where it's
1: you know, it sort of feels like you could get rid of the manager and not appoint a manager for the next few weeks and they'd probably still be better off. If you just said to the mm. players, turn up at Finch Farm lads and, and do your own sessions, it's it's become you know, it's becoming that toxic, isn't it? You know, we had a fan try and run on the pitch today at Cararoo. We've already had fans run on the pitch already this season. Fans chatting for this fella to get out, fans playing chatting fat Spanish Ways there. It's it's just it's not the only problem Everton have got, obviously. No, there are really. many, many other things, but it's 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 the easiest one now and the one that can have the the, the biggest short term impact. And and that's the position we're in right now. We need the short term impact, like Mo said, whether it be a two or three game bounce, and we you know, we go down the, the Allardyce sort of manager style route again. And you know, you bow your head all you want, mate. But you know, I was, I was you know I was saying to Dave before we started off there that today felt like that 4 1 game against Southampton yeah. back yeah. in 2017. And after that, yeah. we were all saying at that point, we need the manager you now who you know, whatever you whatever you think about the team, whatever you think about the way it's going, we need the manager that's gonna steady this and it's gonna keep us in the league. And we got Allardyce, it wasn't the right decision, obviously, in the end. He went off on his ways, but my word, we kept him, we kept he kept us in the league
0: it's for me obviously Benitez isn't the only problem with the club but it's like your kitchen being on fire and you're worried about the living room getting burnt you just put the fire out in the kitchen sort that out and then worry about the rest later on there's going to be smoke damage don't worry about it So we, this is this is the immediate thing we need to sort the manager he's clearly not good enough he just isn't I'd, it, how many formations has he played this season? the team. Yeah. I mean, I don't subscribe to a team needing an identity as such or sticking to a rigid formation or style of play. But he has tried absolutely every formation in the book and they've all been shit. He just, mm. You know, he went 4-4-2 today, which I was quite on board with. I thought maybe I gave Rondon, weirdly, the benefit of that and thought, OK, maybe he will like free up some space or take, you know, take one of the central defenders out to give Calvert-Lewin a bit more joy. And he's, he's he's useless. He's beyond useless as well. He's he's definitely not a functioning football. He didn't do a thing. Again. Um, and it, it's just, and at times it looked like he was number ten. Oh well, yeah, he's playing. He's playing. Um, he's I'm playing number, number 10, ten. Yeah. It, and it's like, what what is this? You know, this is a manager who hasn't got a clue. And it it's quite sad to see, because the whole the whole time he was in English football, Newcastle fans loved him for some reason, even though they are the absolute purveyors of wonderful beautiful football and he played some of the most turgid shite ever up there but I think he loved him because he hated Mike Ashley and they had that in common but that aside the time he was at Liverpool he was a better manager than David Moyes, he just was and he was a good manager at this point and he has just dropped off a cliff so bad, people are calling him a football dinosaur, he is, he's out of his depth in this league now, what he had has gone, it's had its day and mm. That's the issue that needs sorting out. I honestly think if you can get a manager in there who knows what he's doing, you can get you can get something out of that team. There are enough decent players in that team to get us out of this, but it needs the right manager, and he is not it. And it, yeah. uh, you, said, you said earlier on the season, Matt, I mean, when he was appointed, it was like, if this goes tits up, it will really go tits up quickly. And it has. It's proven to be like that. It was pretty obvious it was going gone. To. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's it needs a different manager in them. That, that's the only thing I can see that rectifies it. I mean, we're in but, trouble now, but we are in big, big trouble because we've got harder games coming up now. Yeah.
3: Where I accept that, I completely accept it, completely agree with you, we need a new manager. Yes, we need Benitez to go, absolutely. But is, is this a scenario where you look at this and think, well, the only manager we could get, rid- or the only manager you would want in right now is somebody to just takes us to the summer because... I think we we're in danger of entering the usual crap we've done when we've hired new managers, and that is giving say, a long term, even a two or three year deal to a manager that keeps us up for the rest of the season. Because then, what 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 I'm worried about, Les, is. Yes, fine. Get that manager in. Get him to get these players to to do something for us, so we get a relative mid-table finish. Because I'd be absolutely taking that right now if you offered it. If you give me forty now, I'd take it right now, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But then I'm thinking, well, you get somebody in who's like. You know what they used to say about a uh, big Sam. Ironically, wasn't it? it was the fireman? Do you know what I mean? He comes in, puts everything, everyone, everyone's resting around, and then he leaves again. That, that's the type of thing. And I'm not saying him again, by the way, but that's the type of thing I think we need. But then I'm starting to think, well, you could any you, you could you get the, a manager in who does that job, gets everything safe till the summer, and then you keep him in for the summer and start trying to fix it again from ground zero. I don't think that manager's out there. So what I'm thinking is you get someone in right now who does the job to keep us up, and then that's it. You say, listen, mate, nice one, goodbye. And then start again as soon as the season finishes and says, right, this is it now. Mm-hmm. Complete, clean slate. Get rid of the sacks of shit that we've got. And try. Obviously, that's going to be difficult to get rid of everybody because that's what we've been trying to do for years is get rid of the deadwood. We talk about it all the time. But I don't think there's a manager I look at that would come in, firstly would come no. in, keep us up, know. and then stay at Everton where you think, yeah, this lad's got a future for us as the manager. I don't think that man no,
0: no one's coming in for six months. I mean, it, it shows how stupid machiri is and how much of a the Sam Allardyce is that he got an 18- But he'd
3: see that that was a success, Les. He will see
0: that what well, he, he Allardyce will. did well, is well, still will, a success. He got an 18-month deal when everyone knew he was there for six. Yeah. yeah. You know he, he totally wedged for machinery there and he just accepted it. Um,
3: mm. the
0: manager who's going to come in and say, Go ahead, yeah, I'll do that for six months because they're on a hiding to nothing. If you keep us up, they'll get fucked off anyway. Yeah. And if they yeah. go down, well, it's like they've absolutely failed and they've got the whole like ignore ignominy, whatever, of, of being the manager who took everything down effectively. Um, do you know what I love, Les? Do you know what I absolutely always- love? I was just sitting there, then as I was told, you've you got the biggest.
3: Big Sam glass <laughs> of wine and just start to drink <laughs> It's,
0: it's <laughs> gravy this mate It's a classic
3: it
1: of gravy bigger than your head <laughs> um, yeah, I mean,
0: You were right. on beer at the start of this podcast oh, no, I've, I've, I've stacked, stacked it up, stacked it your up drink. Yeah. Um No, the only Genuinely the only person I can think Would accept that is Duncan Ferguson Because he's, he's at the club And I think if the, if the club said to him Give us six months, get us out of this shit
2: I reckon he'd take it, but it, it, it's a bit Alan Shearer at this point there. Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Les, Les were you
2: doing dry January before this game today? <laughs> I was, yeah, I was doing, I was doing so well, yeah. Half time, I got straight on
0: it. <laughs>
2: um, do you know what? What I would say about um, sacking Rafael Benitez, and, and obviously being relatively impulsive, if you want to call it that, is that it's, it's no longer solely because of the actual football that he needs to go. I think it's more of the you know all, all the things that we we semi jest about in terms of fans running on the pitch and everyone hating the football club etc etc. It it can't it can't continue like this. It it's it's vile being an Everton fan at the moment because you're honestly watching that game at 2-0 today and I bet yeah you, you all had that thought of do you know what it, it would be quite helpful here if we got battered 4-0 because because the, the decision is absolutely taken out of everyone's hands then. And it it's sad because do you know what we we, we all eternally love this club and it and it will forever be our failure, but it's it's so difficult to engage with something that you love when you've got someone like this. God, I, sound, I sounded a bit Luca Dean then. Um, but <laughs> he's it, flying, by the way. He's just started right now against Man United. Oh, Le- Absolutely. Honestly, they should get a buy next week. Um, but, there's there's absolutely no way it continue with the with this level of hostility and this level of anger. I mean, there's there's a million and one scenarios next Saturday that I can think of that will make every single person in Put- Goodison Park's head fall off, and and all of them involve Rafael Benitez. And do you know what? Th- this is this is what we said at the start is that yes, there's no footballing pedigree to this man, and yes, there's there's no on-field evidence that this is going to work but but there's so much narrative about him and, and yes we we know the obvious and and I think we all collectively agree that 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 isn't the one overriding reason why we didn't want him here but it, as, as soon as it started going badly which I don't know if you've noticed but it really has now it, it was always going to be at this point where every single person just hated the club, hated each other. God knows what that atmosphere was like in the away end at, at 90 minutes today. And it, it just, it it simply can't continue like this. And I think as much as we talk about the players needing a bounce and, and needing that that regeneration and that refreshment that a new manager brings, I think we all need it as well. I think we all we're all collectively ready to actually start engaging and enjoying this football team. And don't get me wrong, it's not going to happen when when we're playing poor football and we're not getting results. But I do get the feeling that those two things go hand in hand, and I just I just can't see a way in which, be it the relationships of the fans or you know from a fan enjoyment perspective, that can't improve with Benitez here. I would probably look at everything I've seen on the pitch since he's been here and say that's evidently not going to improve because you can throw the injuries and suspensions excuses at me all day long. But regardless of the team that you put out against Norwich City today. And let's remember that that's probably the best squad that we've been able to field in recent weeks. Y- you absolutely can't come away from that without serious repercussion. And th- there is only one inevitable consequence that needs to be made, and it needs to be made by, unfortunately, the most inept man of the football club.
1: Do, do you feel like it is inevitable? I, I, I... It, Him getting sacked. I, I, I don't think he's well, going to get sacked. I think no, I, I think you will be in charge against Villa next week.
2: Yeah, I I, I couldn't say to you now. And you know what? Any other football team in the country that that happens immediately, doesn't it? By by the end of the half five game on Saturday night, you get a little flash-up banner in the corner on Sky Sports to say that Rafael Benitez is gone. It's obvious. It's correct, and everyone moves on, and the recruitment policy starts again. And and yes, we, we've all been down this this horrible thing, and you know, do we get someone for six months? Do we get them for six years? Whatever it is. But as you rightly said, there's there's absolutely no confidence in Everton making any form of correct or even, even if it was a tad dangerous in terms of, you know, going into the end of the transfer window with absolutely no manager and we are we are not capable of taking a risk that could potentially benefit us, um, but but could potentially go totally the other way. I mean, I don't really think any of us would say now that it could get any worse than this. Um, but no, to answer your question, Matt, I'm, he he will not impulsively be sacked tonight. He'll more than likely be there next week, and some Park will just be an absolute pit of despair. Um, but. I, I just, I just can't see how far Mashiri can look at this. I get he's not an Evertonian, but you, you can't look at this, be it from an emotive point of view, a statistical point of view, a footballing point of view. No, none of this is working, and surely even he can see that.
1: Yeah, and just just before your your say on this, let's just see him talk sport there for a, a statement. I'll say and that Benitez could be sacked tonight, and given that we all know how far Habmashiri likes to use them uh-huh. as his. As his mouthpiece, i put some weight in that. But it's, if, if he does, you know, it wouldn't be cause for celebration unless for me, maybe he they get sacked because you've got a situation there where we've sold one of our best players who, who he fell out with literally days ago. He's gone out the door. We've given him money to spend on players to come in. And all of a sudden, he's, he's been binned. It's just, it, 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 it's a necessary thing to do. But it feels like it also just completely sum up the inherent issues that are going on at the
0: football club at the moment as well. Yeah, there's just not one part of the football club that seems to be functioning on a an even passable level as it should be. Um uh, yeah, it's like the sort of the narrative this season has been a little bit well, you can't keep sacking managers, but the sort of counterpoint to that is we'll just stop employing shit ones because we have done that. You know, I think since David Moyes left, we have not made one appointment that's been correct. I mean, I've said I've said well, this, you've always said it, Mate you? we've got three yeah, said it before, managers, here, yeah. Three good managers in fifty years, um, but it's it's just, and yeah, you know, as as Mark said, you know, if we do sack him tonight, do we trust anyone to make the right decision on the next manager? It's it, it is it is a massive gamble, but I think he's had enough time now, which is a really weird thing to say considering it's January in his first season, but he yeah. has had enough time. It's like it's like when Mike Walker got binned off, he. Drew against Norwich, I think, maybe, and beat West Ham. And he said he was convinced he'd turn the corner. He hadn't. He was shit. And it took Joe Royal to come in and take that squad of players, which wasn't a particularly bad squad of players, as it turned out, as they showed. And he turned it round. It's all about making the right appointments. Now, it's whether anyone, as Dave said, wants to come to us, be it for six months or, as Mark said, six years, whatever. Does anyone want to do that? Is anyone going to put, A, their reputation on the line? and you know come to us in a real shit show and try and turn it around for six months or, or long term um, personally I think we need to kind of look at long term and I'm and pro- and, and factoring in that going down to the championship as well by the way I think we need to we need to look at long term and factor that in the fact that can you get a manager who if you do go down to the championship will bring you back up I mean Benitez has got mm-hmm. Newcastle um, but yeah I think I think that's the business way. don't you dare don't you dare <laughs> we either want something
1: uh, maybe maybe keeping but he says there's a long term plan then with that in mind <laughs> yeah. it
0: is you've got one won fuck, you've won fuck all for 27 years lads I've just given you the championship title what more do you want maybe that's maybe that's the big plan I don't know oh, I mean I, I, I don't know all 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 roads now to me I don't believe you saying saying do point to Wayne Rooney okay oh god come on honestly it. I'm telling come you come on why not let-
3: in terms of attracting managers well, there are,
2: here, there, there, there are plenty, yeah.
3: plenty of reasons why not. Um, okay, Did I you know you, you're, talk, you're talking about the desperate situation we're in. That means yeah. that you're go going get him as the manager. I know that that's the sort of line you're talking about. But <laughs> do you, who would you go and get now? <clears throat> and you're talking about Rooney. If if he wants to go down a in Rooney sort of path,
0: oh. that is that. I mean, that is disaster. We, we, we
3: might as well all
0: you know just. Just quickly, hear me out. Player cool. manager. Either, either he comes yeah. in and does a really good job, or we make him go bald again.
3: I'd, I'd have him as manager if we go down. It's
1: what, a about, good wish. what about what about Graham Sharp? You know, can <laughs> Has there ever been a board member slash manager? it's the club? it's <laughs> <Knows> the club? <laughs> oh, we'd
3: we'd have have <laughs> Niall Quinn did it at Sunderland, didn't he? When he first oh, did, he, he, he bought he bought the club. He did, and then yeah. He didn't get a manager in, and he, he managed them for like. I don't know. The first half of the season did really well, and he was like, "Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot." And I really enjoyed this for a while, but then went and got—I don't know—it was Ricky Sprays. You know, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what's what, what's he up to? He I, don't, I don't know what he did, but He kept them up, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know who he did. Did he? He, he kept, kept He's got to do that thing. The Brentford
0: chairman did, isn't he? What's that? I just go into management. He did all right, actually. I think Palace chairman. Yeah. And he became Palace manager, and then he went to Brentford, and he got them promoted. So he act- he actually did okay. I mean, he oh, signed him players. Make- I, so- remember-
3: I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember
0: his name. Yeah, I've forgotten his name. Sam Allardyce was it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll look it up now.
0: <laughs> well, if, yeah, if, I mean,
3: you, you, if you go on, I don't know if if enough people are listening and watching watching us, can yeah. they let us know on the list there, and let us know what what bookies are saying who is the favourite for the next ever manager? Because we, I I can tell you who I put in. As a, as the favourite for the next the next you, one. You, I mean, oh, yes, it, sorry.
0: it was uh, it was Ron Nodes Ew. Ron Nodes He was manager. He was he was chairman of Palace and Wimbledon, <laughs> and then he went to Brentford, and he was the manager of Brentford from ninety eight to two thousand, and led the club to the third division. This just sounds like time. some
1: pro
3: Evo name. This like,
1: sounds this sounds like someone you've made up, Les. Look yeah, honestly, <laughs> Ron Nodes Someone you just pulled out Kids. that bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of suggestions in the comments from Rooney and Dunk we've had some suggestions for
3: Ted Lasso it's
0: to be as well.
3: I, I am, I'm, I'm convinced it will be Dunk uh, or at least at least some stage this season he will be the Everton manager
1: someone said Steve Bruce, yeah. uh, Bruce. Lampard or Potter no chance Everton to get a grain Potter in a P- million years P- yeah seasons. but P- Potter's the one
0: I think most people want but he's not coming here I do not get the flush about Potter He's not coming here mm. anyway. He's got, well, a, he's got a long-term plan, but his win ratio shite. Better than ours at the moment. It is, it is. But, you know, it's not difficult, is it? Yeah. The uh, thing is,
3: when people talk about Potter, I can, I can get why they might say that, given the, the style he likes to play and Like, there's a lot of really... The, there's a lot of fuss around him, isn't there, in the media with what he's done there at Brighton? Yeah. But, you know, the, the idea of him coming to Everton before and all this crap with Benitez was, oh, he'll, be, he'll have a better... Team of players to do better than what he's done at Brighton in the Premier League, and that is not true. That I, I don't think. I don't think Everton's squad is that much better. If if they are, than Brighton right now. Yeah, I know. I know. We okay. don't turn and say Yeah, it is. It is. Come on, Dave. You being silly. We've got a better squad than Brighton. I don't think it's as good as you would think if you compared Everton to Brighton I, right now.
0: I think. I think it takes the right manager. As As I said about the Joe Royal um, comparison, it. That that's that was that squad was dead under Mike Walker. It was absolutely appalling. And Joe Royal took the same group of players, won the FA Cup, kept us up comfortably, got us ah. into the next season with a couple of additions. It, it wasn't a bad side. It just had a bad manager. I mean, yeah, it's Mike Walker to be fair, but he, he was just a bad manager. With
3: I mean, I I got I got ripped apart the other week for saying uh, Thomas Frank, um, who's done a fantastic job. At yeah. Bedford. He's he's been brilliant. He, uh, and he, he was very unlucky to not get them up in the first playoffs the season before last. But then he come up in the playoffs last season. But he's, and he's not coming about, here now, is he, Dave? He's not coming he's, to this Everton situation. I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't answer that because I don't think. That, I don't think we're ever going to see that eventuality come to pass. Would Would he take the Everton job?
2: I think he'd take the Everton job. Yeah. You also need to remember what Everton pay people. Uh, I, I know that you can look at you can look at the league table and say, well, he's not coming here and he's not coming here. We're we're, we're stupid enough to pay someone like Graham Potter seven million quid a year to come and manage Evan. And I, I'm not saying that that is going to happen, but I, I think you, you'd be you'd be shocked at the pull and power and the appeal that this club probably has by naive people who think that mm. we're, we're good enough and safe yeah. enough to stay up. Um, so <laughs> right, I, I here's the
3: list. Here's the list. Right, okay. Odds check it. I am. Who would, who, who would? Yeah, give me a suggestion. Who you would think would be the number one?
2: The D- D- yeah. the D- 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 D-
3: shortest odds on. Bill
2: Duncan, Ed, Wright.
3: Duncan.
1: <laughs> Ken
3: Wright. It'd be, it'd be Duncan or it, Nuno. David it, it Duncan is fifth on the list. Nuno is fourth on the list. You will never guess the top one. Rooney. All Rooney's Rooney's
2: second. Lampard's third. Oh. So at three to one, if Rooney's second be... and Lampard's third, then it must be skulls. Who else was in that team? Ted no.
0: Lasso. No. I mean, well, yeah, the
2: the, the 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 I've got seven. A list of seven
3: here. The one is three, three to one. You, I, I You wouldn't guess so if we were on Neil Warnock, Malky Malky Mackay, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Gary Megson, <laughs> Gary Megson. Wow, former Blue. Eh? Tony Mowbray um, right? No, the current <laughs> Denmark international manager. Uh, okay, yeah, he has been linked in the past. Casper
2: Jørgensen, uh, he mm. is three to one, and he's the shortest price to get the Everton job. That's I've never something. seen, I've never seen him manage or coach a footballer, but we absolutely need him, and we need to make <laughs> our move right now. Has the lad got eyes? Get him in. Oh, God, you <laughs> look he, looks, in. he
0: looks bossing. Humble, get him in. Uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Hughes, you know what? You know
2: what?
3: That is something. <laughs> Farhad Moshiri will actually think that that's a part of what needs to be involved is the fact that he wears Hummel honestly <laughs> that's how bad that fella is I reckon he's just been toxic that fella and I never thought I'd say it about a millionaire a billionaire who took yeah. over our football club just turned into Everton himself
2: yeah I, did, Dave, the, the, I, I said this the other day Dave is that if and I stand by it if Bramley Moore wasn't a thing he, he's the only person we'd be talking about at the moment yeah um, do you, do, you ben- film, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that
3: was film, Bedazzled?
2: Where's this going? Early on, it.
3: Do you remember that film? Yeah. Was Tony movie, it, isn't like, it? You basically, he gets um, Brendan Foster. Just gets like, is it Brendan Fraser? Brendan Foster's uh, a <laughs> Olympic wasn't right? he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <From Ron laughs> Earth, wasn't he? He's a runner, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> Brendan Foster? Fraser, that? <laughs> Bre- whoever it is, Brendan anyway, gets three wishes from the <laughs> <Rogers>. devil. <laughs> yeah, but he gets three wishes from the devil, doesn't he? And, and I'm just thinking that, like, Farhad Mashiri is literally that version of, like, it was, it was a really attractive looking Liz Hurley who plays the devil on it. But um, he feels like the devil to me, that fella, that he's come in and we all think, oh, this is sound. Now we've got a fella who's a billionaire. Yeah. Yes, he's put a load of money in for a load of crap players, but this is the guy that's going to get us to the promised land. And if you look at how we've been since he's been here, it's just been a complete disaster. So Farhad Mashiri is Liz Hurley. Ben Foster, right. That, that's that's
1: where you arrived at that
3: conclusion. So ben... he's, I, I, Liz, Liz Haley's probably older than him because she's she's she's, she's like quite old now. She, I think she's in like her late fifties, but she looks about twenty-five.
0: So ben Foster got bedazzled by Liz Haley. <laughs> <laughs> as we as Mr. he's been bedazzled by Bill Kenwright.
3: Christ that's it. Mind. That's it.
1: That's exactly it. It's got got a there, hasn't hasn't you don't watch it. <laughs> Do you know what? On these podcasts where we get levered and are in, feel like we're in deep peril. It does just get a little bit ridiculous, doesn't it? Oh.
3: Um,
1: let's see. Let, let's see what happens over the next... Daniel Farquhar, take him. <laughs> I, oh think that's a good, I think that's a good place to end the podcast, I'd say. <laughs> uh,
3: rude Van Nistrooy, <laughs> 20-1. to one. Rude Van Nistrooy, <laughs> 20-1 <It's laughs> to, to be the next narrative. Hang on, hang on. John Terry. Where's Where's Danny Kadamorty
1: on the list? He's always around the 100-1 <laughs> mark. Roy Keane, 50-1. to one. Where's Canu? <laughs> oh my God. why not
2: just um, other footballers right <laughs> well,
1: this, this this podcast is Christopher The <laughs> <laughs> descended into farce much like Everton's performance today um, it's not funny really just got to try and do a bit of gallows humour but my word it is it's the only thing you can do at the moment because this team is in a bad bad way uh, cheers to Dave Les and Mark for joining us cheers to everyone who watched on YouTube Got your comments and suggestions for, for the next manager, uh, Steve Bruce in particular. Um, El Jacko is just putting the comments, what's going on here? I have no idea <laughs> <maybe>. about, about, <laughs> about, about, about so many things, about so many things, to be honest. But uh, we will wrap it up there. Uh, we just had <laughs> one more uh, comment live of it saying, so, let's be honest here, there are two top jobs set to become a bit vacant, both involve the colour blue. Get Liz Hurley as the forward. Why not? Get her in. <laughs> get, get her in. What? Well, could she do any worse? But yeah. Uh, by uh,
3: the way, guys, just before we finish, did anyone watch it? I've been obsessed over this. Did anyone watch uh, the darts? Obviously around New Year, and th- there's that thing going around Twitter, that meme of Ted Hankey the, d- the darts players. Everyone seen it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Where do, you, where do you, like he goes? Am I in charge or is the devil in charge? <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was ever... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you play right <laughs> back?
3: Probably. Well, no, we've got a
1: right back now, we just don't play him. Apparently. Yeah, Ben Godfrey is playing there today. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's leave it there. Um, we'll be back in the week, of course, with all usual stuff building off that game against Villa and potentially talking about another manager getting the boot as well. Uh, up the sky bet championship. Yeah, bring on Dwight Gale.
0: Four extra games a season. Four extra
1: games. What's not to like? Yeah, absolutely. Even Les, who's always said going down is not a bad thing, is starting to get converted. Right. I've tried to end this podcast so many times now, but right. That's it. That's it. That's your instant match reaction for Norwich 2, Everton 1. Enjoy what you can of your weekend. And fingers crossed, this all turns around soon. We'll speak to you soon.
2: Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm such a screw up.
1: What? House? Why would you talk like that? How are you even with a house without a walk-in closet? Stop. You have more than enough storage.
2: Oh, yeah. And the unfinished basement. Gross.
0: We'll finish it eventually. Together.
2: No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.